Come in, damn it. You're sure a punctual bastard. Welcome to the podcast at Orgy Castle. Sit back, darling, and enjoy with your hosts, Derek and Paula. Podcast at Orgy Castle, motherfucker. (laughs) Okay, so this week we watched um, this movie that by all intents and purposes should be labeled a smut movie. Should be, but it's not. But I'm looking at a bunch of different things. I'm on the IMDb page for the movie today, which is Play Motel, made in 1979. Um, And everywhere on this page, it calls it a smut film. The Blu-ray review, only the sleaziest check into Play Motel. Would you, Paula, before we get into the meat of this, would you call this a smut film? Mm -mm. Did you did you know that this was X-rated? I would never ever like consider this to be an X-rated film. No. I think it's X-rated because of the snake and vagina scene. Oh yeah. You think? We because we got a full bore shot of a vagina. I think that's why this is X-rated. You think that's the full blown like that the only reason that it could possibly be X-rated is that we saw like half a labia. <sighs> well, there's more in this film, <laughs> but to push it over the edge because for the for about what sixty percent of the the movie, this is a traditional Italian jolly. This is definitely you know the gloved hand murder stalking around police yeah. procedural kind of film. Yeah, for sure. This, this was um, it again, like most films in this genre promised a whole lot more than it um, than it delivered. Well, what it did deliver was uh, pretty interesting. It was. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. It, you seem what? bummed by this. What, what What's going on? What's going through your head? Should we describe what this... Should we give the plot synopsis before we move on with this thing? It's it's basically a let's punish people for for having sex kind of a film. It wasn't it wasn't anything that was super revolutionary or anything. I, I feel bad that this is a movie that I like actually recommended. I was kind of like half watching it, not really... Why do you, you feel know? bad about that? I don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a weird and interesting choice of words because you know I like Jolly. No, it it it, it tried to be a whole lot of things that it wasn't. And I love I love Jolly. And I like like five dolls for an August moon I watched just last night and it was like, oh, it was so good. And it was it was amazing. And Edwidge did her whole thing. And this this was not um this was a very compartmentalized film. There were porno sets and there were you know a lot of um people taking pictures of naked women sets and it just didn't i don't know didn't gel no it didn't gel it just didn't gel well this came out at a time where a lot of the elements that are in this movie 
Usually those elements would have been a full-blown movie in and of itself. And this felt like four or five different movies kind of mashed up into yeah, each other. It was. It was it, it very, very much was. It was very much four or five different different films, like all kind of like caught up into a different one. And this this it wasn't I don't know. I uh I like this one. I liked I liked the weird perversion of it and I liked the voyeurism of it and I liked that there were obviously some very uh, sexually avant-garde women in it. I, mm-hmm. I thought that I thought that was cool. I thought, it, was, it was weird to me that there was so much sexuality left, like on the cutting room floor, because these women would rather be found in a somebody's trunk. <laughs> well, that's because this is a murder mystery first, yeah, and foremost, as opposed to a smut film. That's why there's. There's a little bit of a disconnect here like this, this movie, which we haven't really even talked about what this movie is, is essentially um, a murder mystery surrounding this hotel where people go to role play out their sexual fantasies Um, and bodies start turning up because a uh, black gloved leather gloved. I mean, some someone let Dario Argento into this movie and decided to let him run amok and uh, he started killing off everybody. Everyone, this play motel where everyone goes to to live out their sexual fantasies and perversions is basically uh, a safe haven for all these rich dudes. So they can go because they have, quote unquote, wives that they don't do anything with that. That seemed to happen over and over again in this movie. And everybody at the play motel is blackmailing these men for exorbitant amounts of money and then killing off the girls that they're with. That's what I didn't get about this movie is that the guy, the, the rich guys are the ones that are getting fingered for the, all the money, but the women are all turning up dead. We end up finding (laughs) out at the end, the reason why that is, but the same time it, while this movie definitely like celebrated these beautiful gorgeous women all over the place it was pretty misogynistic in the in its tone with the fact that these women that everybody obviously oogled over and obsessed over instead of the men that were in the wrong about all this stuff the women all died in this movie yeah yeah they did. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. It's a. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's. I, I come at this. This podcast and this whole angle a very straightforward feminist, and then I just sometimes I just feel clobbered over the fucking head. You know. In how, what way? Describe what you're thinking. How, how right am now. I? How how am I supposed to battle this? How am I supposed to come at this with anything other than the most like <laughs> submissive stance? And I, I don't think of myself as a submissive person, but even over here, I'm just, I, yeah, I don't know. It's justified. No, it is justified. There are works of art that are flat out misogynistic. There's you can say that you can't <laughs> point the of works of art. Yeah, not everything. We don't have to always break everything down and try to find the good in this stuff or try to find the worth in this stuff, because I don't think no. this is this is nothing more than an exploitation film. Oh, no, nothing more than an exploitation film. This is awful. 
it was um I'm sorry, I'm just I'm not like flashing back to like everything that I saw in my <laughs> I'm like thinking of her and like, you know, like dollar George, you know, dollar dollar store George Eastman and like, oh yeah, hey baby, do this. And she's like, bam and bam and bam. And she's, she's this gorgeous, beautiful woman. And she's just, she's, she's worthless. All, All the women in this movie are nothing more than vessels for all of the men to look at right. and have sex with. Right. They are not worth anything more than any, anybody else. All the men hold all the cards at all the time. They, they are sent. The cops use the women in despicable ways to garner evidence toward this growing body count, send them off to do nude photography out of nowhere, yeah. go into a horror house and go undercover when they're not cops and fuck rich dudes. It is just, this sounds a lot angrier than what the film is, but if you sit and think about it, this is a pretty fucking misogynistic film. Well, it was a misogynistic reflection. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the thing we're dealing with with this. It's it's rough. But let's talk about some of the positives in this movie. The first okay. scene opens up. <laughs> there are positives, Paula. I'm going. I am going to pull out some goodness out of this pull experience. Out, pull it which, out. Which seems like right now you're really down on yourself. You're really down on this movie. You're really you you seem beaten up a little bit. So the movie opens up with this amazing sequence with this old guy and this beautiful blonde woman where all of a sudden they role play and she's a nun and he is Satan in the same Satan outfit from Santa Claus versus the Martians or whatever that movie is. Uh, I got these felt horns. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was worth the price of admission it was worth the rest of the movie we had to sit through that scene alone this ridiculously gleeful uh old italian man in a spandex red devil outfit it was taking like a pitchfork and running it down this woman's body who's only has the habit on of a of a nun Mm -hmm. that scene was a positive paula okay Okay, number two, the voiceover work in this movie almost outdid Dracula the Dirty Old Man. Almost outdid it. Well, because they only had two more actors than Dracula the Dirty Old Man. (laughs) None of the voices worked. No. They were all the same actor, just doing Mm -hmm. different, like, inflections of voices. Some of the characters would come out with full beards, but sound like they were 12 year old boys. Some, some guys would, would be like, yes, I'm on it. And stuff. I mean, none of the voices worked. None of them were on. There were times where people's mouths weren't even moving and there were voices coming out of them. Yeah. I'm I'm, no, absolutely. It was bad. It was so bad. Uh, Yep. So, do you have a single positive other than those you could say about this movie? Oh no, I actually actually adore this movie. I do. And um Marina Hedman, for one thing. I mean, she lights up the first 18 minutes of this film like nobody's business. And then she's unceremoniously dead. And then she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> she's unceremoniously dead. 
Now this um this was just a gigantic mess. But I liked it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I did just because I couldn't not. I mean, how, how can anything be so bad and be so good? Hey, there's nothing wrong with liking bad things. I no, I love bad things. I absolutely adore them. I just I'm sitting here thinking about all these things that happened like 25, 30 fucking years ago. And poor Marina Hedman. Oh, my God. I mean, I can be like all here in 2018 and be like, oh, my God, Marina Hedman did this, that and the other. But in 1979, Marina Hedman was like taking some serious fucking flag for her decisions. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what it was like to be a Swedish porn star in 1979. Neither do I. Well, you should, Derek. <laughs> well, I'm going to hop in my time machine, go back, become Swedish and a woman. And experience those things. Let me know how that goes for you. Well, I'm sure it's going to be interesting to say the least. Super curious. Yeah. I really, yeah. really am. No, that was um that that was weird. That was uh I, I don't I don't I don't know how anyone can feign to pretend they think they can know what it'd be like to be a female. I don't think that was the intention here. Um the director, if you look into his filmography a little bit. He has done Shocker, an Emmanuel movie. Okay. He's also done a couple other smut movies. So this wasn't like he did one called Very Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. I can only imagine what. So that who's who's, who's the uh, who's the the director? Mario Garazio. Uh, okay. Uh -huh. Which uh, who I'm not very familiar with. Uh, most of his filmography, he was he was a dude that mostly did like you know exploitation films. He did yeah. uh, spaghetti westerns, uh, skin flicks. He did a couple murder mysteries, which I'm I'm guessing are just straight jolly because that's what this is. This is straight up. If if it weren't for um, the deviant sex stuff that's in here, you, that's right in your face. This is basically a cut and dry jolly. So. At the end of the day, how many Jackalmans do you give this thing? Five. Five. Fuck yeah. You give it. You trash this movie the entire time. And you're giving it five? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Any final thoughts? This was an ugly, ugly movie. But you give it five out of five Jackalmans. Well, you know, it didn't leave me hanging. Okay. Um, I at most I'll give this thing a three out of five Jackalmans, uh, mostly for the amazing score. There was a theme song. This movie had its own theme song that it played ad nauseum throughout. Oh the my entire god, movie. the Play Motel! Are you fucking kidding me? Constantly, the entire movie you heard the Play Motel over and over and over again. So that gets that gets one Jackalman. The uh, uh, the second Jackalman comes from the voiceover work, which was just unbelievably. Oh god, I was so amused by the by the voiceover work. And uh the third Jackalman is because all the women are incredibly beautiful in this movie. Very beautiful women. Um the jolly aspect was tired and boring. I've seen it a million and a half other times in better movies that weren't as ugly toward women. 
Um, so three out of five Jacklins is okay. I don't know if I'd watch this again. I know a bunch of other jobs. No, I probably wouldn't watch it again. I mean, I've watched it twice now. I think I'm done. But but you give it five out of five Jacklins. Yeah, let's give it four out of five. <laughs> I think you're goofing on me here. Too. I think a bitch has a right to change her mind. Fight me. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you mm-hmm. that. I'll give you that. Fight me. Come on. Come on. I don't feel yeah. like fighting you. Why, why are you so testy? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Satan is the name she goes by. There's a lot of devil in her. Can't tell.